Welcome back to Western Hall as we get set for our second game of the doubleheader. It's our final quarterfinal game of the McComb Western Holiday Tournament. It's the Mammoth Roseville Titans taking on the Camp Point Central Panthers. The Panthers are the number one seed in the tournament. Uh, one of only two seeds left now as Rockridge advances to the uh, semifinals with an earlier win over Farmington. The top seeded uh, Camp Point Central uh, Panthers on the floor. Now, who am I? Oh, the the uh, uh, second seed Illini Bluffs got beat by West Hancock, sent them down to the fifth place bracket. And also the four seeded Pittsfield Sockies got beat in the first round by the A Town Tornadoes. Only two seeds left here on the winner's side. Yeah. Um... You know, you don't always have the top four seeds, but it looked like, you know, as the seedings came out, you thought those would be, you know, pretty solid. I don't know I much about too. Pittsfield, but, you know, um, yeah, they're certainly uh, kind of uh, one of those anybody's uh, tournament kind of a, uh, kind of a, a weekend. I, I know I know West Hancock was, was on a lot of folks' radars as me maybe being a sleeper here, and they've actually proved it. I got a chance to uh, see, see them play Monmouth Rosal earlier this year. And Monmouth Roseville got a win. Uh, where's my shoe? Yeah, down at? there, which is uh, always a tough place yes. to play, uh, and against a, a good team who I think coming into that game was seven and seven and one, and was maybe looking for a, a top four seed here. Uh, and, you know, didn't get it, but uh, yeah, certainly uh, if they would have gotten it, they uh, certainly have uh, you know proved that they could play. There was uh, there was probably half of this field with about a week to go before the seedings had an argument to be one of the top four. Yeah, right. You know, you're, you know, the Titans, uh, you know, coming in during that seeding was maybe eight and two, I think, you know, and uh, could have been uh, could have been a seeded, uh, like we mentioned, West Hancock, uh, probably a couple other teams, Macomb maybe, could, probably could have made a case uh, to be seeded as well. So uh, definitely a, a deep tournament this year. I think, and obviously being the four seed, uh, being the last of the four seeds, I know Pittsfield kind of raised some eyebrows. Oh, okay, Pittsfield. But then I started digging in. They were 10-1, and uh, mm-hmm. had, a, had a nice little, decent little resume. But the most susceptible one that, that people thought would be was susceptible one out in the first <laughs> round. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, like I said, I don't know much about them and hadn't uh, really dug into it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's, there's always a little chatter out there on, in the social uh, pages of uh, who should or shouldn't be, and I think that one may have raised the most eyebrows. And you're, like I like said, to your point, um, got uh, beat in that first round and uh, now I have to try and come back through that consolation bracket. The Titans are going to try to join the final four, West Hancock, Rockridge, and the Macomb Bombers. They are with a win over Camp Point Central, who comes in at 9-0 and under head coach James Barnett. Been there eight years now, has Coach Barnett. Got 116 wins. Uh, the Panthers average just under 48 points a game and give up about 29 points a game, which is pretty much average for what Camp Point Central does. <laughs> yeah, they do what they do. I saw a video uh, maybe now a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, interviewing their coach, and, yeah, they're, they do what they do, and, and they do it well, and they really don't get out of their comfort zone. And I talked with a couple of other coaches uh, trying to get a little scout on Camp Point Central and, uh, one of them in particular said, you know, they're the, probably the, easily the most disciplined team here. So, you know, our Titans obviously have a tall task at hand. But, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, the other thing that their their coach emphasized was, you know, they really didn't have much of a preseason because most of the guys on their team were football players, and they were playing in, you know, on Thanksgiving uh, weekend uh, for the state title. This is going to be a little bit different than the ball game we just had with, with two very, very almost identical similar styles. This is going to be a little different. Uh, Camp Point Central likes to muck it up a little bit, kind of like our, our two previous teams did with Abington, Avon, and McComb. And Mama Rosa wants to get up and down the floor. Yeah, for sure. 
Yep, that's uh, you know two different styles, and I, you know if you're going to ask me my keys to the game later, I think that comes into play uh, a little bit. But uh, you're you're right. I mean, try, trying to get Camp Point out of their comfort zone, um, doing what they do is is, is a tall task. But uh, Titans hopefully will be up for it tonight. Uh, this is the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing Company Incorporated has been on the public square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Michael Blazing is joining me here for this one. Michael and I broadcasting from the Vic Morris Furniture Broadcast Courtside booth yeah, here right? at Western Hall. Quality furniture at an affordable price located in Monmouth, Illinois. And as always, the game powered by the United Way of Greater Warren County, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. Our pregame coaches interview would have been sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. Call them at 734-6600 or check them out online at mamasfarmandhomerealty.com. With the uh, doubleheader here, we didn't have the pregame interview with Coach Sotos, but we will speak to uh, speak to uh, Mr. Sotos after the ball game. After the ball game, okay. Hopefully, okay. A, uh, hopefully a good one. Hopefully a good interview with Coach Sotos. A happy one. We'll <laughs> a happy hopefully, one, hopefully that's hopefully right. A happy one. That's right. Uh, your referees tonight, uh, sponsored by Kehoe Care and Mammoth and Gelser. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly. With Kehoe Eye Care, we had the national anthem before our previous ball game. It's sponsored by Dane Fine Coffee. It's not just good; it's Dane Fine. Dane Fine Coffee in Monmouth, Galesburg, and Burlington. And uh, of course, I'm Sean Temple again, alongside Mr. Michael Blazing. Um, when was the last time you seen it? You and I uh, got hooked up at the Orion Tournament right back at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Have you had yep. a chance to see the Titans since then? Uh, I have seen it. I'm now trying to remember where, when it was, and where it was at. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, and, and then when I don't get a chance to see them, uh, certainly catch the uh, the broadcast, and you know, a little bit of uh, you don't want to say on a down note coming into the tournament, but with the loss to A Town, which I think a lot of Titans fans uh, that I talked to thought that that was a game that we we could have had, maybe should have had, uh, but of course, you know, I just saw A Town play here in person, and they take Macomb down to the wire. They're just a, kind of a gritty. Uh, a bunch of guys who uh, just get in there and get after it, but uh, yeah, I, li- I like the the, uh, the comeback that the Titans had uh, last night, or yeah, last, wait last night. Um, so hopefully uh, they'll have it uh, in them. Long day, you know, playing the 9:30 game <laughs> is uh, is never easy. I'm not sure if I'd rather want the, the 9 a.m. or 9 <laughs> or 9:30 p.m. Uh, in this tournament, but uh, yeah, you think that uh, after a long night, you get a long day. Just trying to wait is uh, is sometimes tough. Camp Point Central Panthers, of course, folks probably are listening out there listening know that they won the uh, state championship in football, so they got off to a little late start like they had the last couple of years. Uh, they were supposed to play in uh, one of the Thanksgiving tournaments, and it escapes me now. Had to drop out of that, so they had to re- readjust that tournament because. No, they were playing a little football, I think, yeah. that weekend. So. Right. Yeah, I did a little uh, looking, and so out of their roster, all but one, two, three, four, five of them, and there's a couple of freshmen in there that uh, that aren't on the football team, but everybody else was on that football team. So, yeah, not a lot you can do as a basketball coach um, when <laughs> when they're all, uh, you know, vying for a state championship. Yeah, in shape is in shape, and I, I I didn't play football. I played some some basketball in high school, so I don't know what football shape and basketball shape is. But it's two different shapes. It is different. It is different. I mean, I've I've seen it at the high school level and and kind of experienced it there, and then I've seen it at the college level at Monmouth. Um, you know, guys who've tried to play both, and they're all bulked up. 
uh, for for uh, football, and then just uh, you know basketball is just is just different, you know, and so. Uh, it takes a while to get into the groove, and I think uh, in that interview that they were doing with uh, the Camp Point coach, you know, he was really kind of talking about after Christmas, that then uh, he was hoping that they could really start to hit their stride, but it kind of looks like they've already hit it uh, to some degree off to that uh, undefeated start. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's the point I was circling back around to. It didn't take a long to get in basketball shape. They're 9-0. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, you know, they're just, uh, you know, again, what I had talked with a couple of coaches is they're very disciplined. They know their roles. They don't try and do too much. Uh, and as a, as a coach, if you're their head coach, boy, the, I mean, there's really not a lot of teaching that you have to do because they already know what they're supposed to do. Uh, this is a group that's a kind of a, um, an upperclassman group that, that uh, have kind of performed for them. Um, so, you know, they've been around, and they've been successful over the last few years. So uh, it's a veteran team. And, you know, again, they, they, even though they were playing in late November – uh, they come and, you know, boom, right, get right into it. and Yeah, they know what they're doing for sure. The uh, the only team that they have uh, similar on the schedule is Southeastern, who uh, Camp Point Central beat last night in the first round, 47-36. to 36. The Titans beat Southeastern yeah, by eight, right around that same mm-hmm. same margin at the A-Town shootout. That was an early morning game, so I don't know what stock you can put in that one, <laughs> early right. morning shootout game. But yeah, I got off to a slow start in that one. They ended up getting away with a, with an eight-point win. And that was semi-recent as well. It's better than one at the start of the season and one maybe uh, here more recent. Sure. But it's, it's kind of compared the yeah, two a little you bit. Can, yeah, you can uh, at least draw a, a few comparisons probably uh, for that. But, uh, yeah, in the end, um, like you mentioned earlier, just two different styles. It's interesting that, that you know in that southeastern game, the scores were basically about the same. Oh. You know, even though the Titans do like to get up and down, uh, they have shown that uh, if it's going to be a low-scoring uh, affair, they can gut one out if they need to. Last night in the win over over southeastern Camp Point Central, uh, was led in scoring by a couple of guys there. Drew Pavin had 20 points for the Panthers, and then Gavin Blewett had 16. But then it falls off after that. Then you got six for Nick Moore, three for Caden Lohmeyer, and two for uh, for Caden Niekamp. So two guys did 36 of the, uh, what they have, 47 points. 36 of the 47 came for a couple guys. Yeah. A little easier to scout that way. (laughs) True, (laughs) true. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, again, they don't, uh, they know their roles. And kind of like in football, I, I printed out the stats. I'm looking at, you know, who does well for the basketball team. You mentioned that Drew Pabin had over 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns, you know, an 11-yard 11, 11, uh, average for uh, carrying it uh, for the football team. It would be no surprise that he's, uh, you know, going to be able to do it on, on the hardwood as well. Yeah, they're going to be a formal matchup. And, and talking to Coach Sotos, we talked a little bit off the air last night and actually in the pregame show uh, or postgame show last night, this, for a while, you know, we were in the same conference with, with Camp Point Central, right. the West Central Conference, and played a little bit even after we left the West Central Conference. And it got a little chippy at times in this little rivalry I re- Yeah, I remember going down there uh, a couple of times because at the time, uh, you know, my wife and I's oldest daughter was cheerleading, and so we'd go to the games, and it, it did. Uh, they're they're uh, a passionate fan base. Uh, and, and again, good way to put it. The, the, the kids are just tough nosed and, you know, sometimes it's going to get physical, not because they're dirty players, it's just nope. physical. Nope. And so, uh, if the other team doesn't like it, things start to, uh, get a little chippy. And, uh, next thing you know, it, you got a rivalry on your hands. Well, you prefaced it a little bit, uh, earlier now it's time for the, uh, this is why we do the pregame show. 
is because of our keys to the game, which is brought to you by Midwest Bank, your local, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC, the, for the millions of listeners. What's the keys to Mammoth Rose will get in the ballgame? Well, my, my first one I wrote down was offensive rebounding. If, if Camp Point's going to be that good defensively and, you know, we're, they're going to force us into some tough shots, then I think we need to have a really good night on the offensive board. Um, the other thing I wrote down was to convert and transition. Again, Titans like to get up and down. Camp Point doesn't want to let you get up and down. They want to get set in their half-court defense and just fluster the heck out of you. So if we can convert and transition, get out and go, even if it's just a regular missed shot, it's not a turnover, let's get out, get in transition. Maybe we get some points in the paint. If we don't get points in the paint, maybe we can get one of our three-point shooters to spot up in transition and convert that way. But one way or another, I think we gotta we got to control the tempo. That sounds like a pretty darn good game plan right there. Uh, implementing that is a whole other thing, right? Well, it's so easy if they just want yeah, to do it. Yeah, I mean, and, and you look at <laughs> Camp Point's kids, uh, you know, and I was looking because they had their height and weight on the rosters. They're not going to wow you with, uh, you know, being 6'6 or 6'7. But they're gonna. You're not gonna be able to move them, you know, off their spot, you know, very well because they're just thick, um, you know, and and they know how to how to defend. They know how to you know leverage their you know positioning and that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, Titans. I think you know if they can get out and transition, make it more of an, an open court game. I think that's to their favor. Get into your Mammoth uh, Mammoth area McDonald's starting lineups first for the Camp Point Central Panthers. Nick Moore, a six-one senior. Caden Lohmeyer, a five-eight senior. Gavin Blewett, a six-two senior. Drew Pabin, a five-foot-nine senior, and Elijah Ginnebacher, a six-foot-one senior. Again, not a whole lot, a whole lot of height there, but man, they're going to be solid for the Titans. They'll start Jake Steele, a five-ten senior. Darian Smith, a six-two senior. Peyton Thompson inserted in the starting lineup last night. He's been playing so well the last week or two. A six-foot junior, Aiden Almagar, 6'2", senior. Nico Avendano, 6'3", senior. The Panthers win the tip. We are underway. Final quarter, final quarter, final here from Macomb Western. Titans are starting out in a little zone. Looks like a little maybe a 1-2-2 two, two zone. Well, and I don't I don't mind this because I'm guessing. I mean, they're, they're tough and hard-nosed. Probably not. I don't I don't didn't get the, the uh, season stats from, from Coach Barnett, but probably not a, a big time shooting team. Stolen away by the Titans. Here they come in transition. David loses the handle on it. Somehow regains it. Gets the point. Titans on the board first. Well, I hope my uh, key to the game you know pays <laughs> off right there. The first two points are in transition, and we convert. Nico converts. Uh, but yeah, good. Uh, just kind of a sloppy pass there into the paint by Camp Point and. Titans take advantage of it. I love the 2-2-1 uh, full-court press the Titans put on last night, and it wasn't to turn you over. It's to eat up that shot clock, because by the time you get across half court, you're down to 25 on the shot clock. A little post move there, and a score by Gavin Blewett. Too easy there for uh, if you're Coach, Coach Sotos. That was too easy. Well, and yeah, Titans are in that zone. You get it in the middle of that zone, and then you can go have a little high-low. That's uh, just a zone killer. Steal. Feeds the post inside the middle of the the, the lane to Avendano misses the shot, but gets his own rebound, and he'll get a couple free throws out of it. Yep, and again, and that, hey, what, what was that? An offensive rebound. Huh? Right what? How, you're a minute and a half I'm in. Two, you I'm, almost hit every one of your keys so I'm far. two for two, so. <laughs> yeah. Avendano at the free throw line. He's a 52% free throw shooter on the season. Got off to a ooh, ooh, really short there. It, it uh, really looked good uh, right until it hit the net instead of the rim. Yeah, nothing but net. Yeah. Just the outside of the net. Well, we'll get a second one, though. Nico's got to blew it on Gavin blew it on him, and 
I think that's a matchup that's, that's favorable. Gavin Blewett is really, really athletic. Uh, but Nico can post him up, I think. So uh, well, they made we'll a concerted effort to get the, getting the ball here yep. early in the game. Absolutely, so. seen something on on uh, some film. Yeah, by the time the uh, the uh, opponent gets in their offense with the new shot clock, they're down to 25 seconds by the time they get it across the timeline and get into your offense. So the 35 second clock turns to 25 real quick. Yeah, sure it does. And you know, the, with the zone, Camp Point doesn't like to push the pace, so they're going to have a lot of possessions. We're here five on the shot clock. See if they get one up. Down to three. Right. Elbow jumper is no good. Rebounded by Nico Avendano. Nick Moore misses the shot. Here comes the Titans in transition. Omegar to Avendano. Three balls no good. Came right back to him, but getting a uh, block out was Elijah Gennenbacher. One of the 7,000 Gennenbachers that came through <laughs> the sports program yeah. down in that area. He's uh, <laughs> He was on that football team, too. You can tell he's a big boy. I played some fast-pitch softball against some Gennenbachers in that area for years. Okay. Up top is Nick Moore. Now they swing it around the arc. Down to down to 11 on the shot clock again. Almost stolen away by Smith. A no-look pass on the baseline down to 7. Right wing, 3 on the way is no good. Another hurried shot. And, boy, Thompson gets knocked down on the rebound. It goes out of bounds off of uh, Camp Point Central, but could have easily drawn a foul there. Yeah, good start here by the Titans. I like the uh, the active zone, forcing Camp Point into some shots that they're not you know used to taking. Uh, that shot there was by Nick Moore. He's got a good looking stroke. He was their quarterback and just a, just a really solid athlete, really smart. Going as you call a kick off of that Nick Moore, but that wasn't a kicking motion. It was not. It just kind of hit off of his foot, so thrown yeah, off the break foot. for the break for the Titans. So it will go to the Titans under their own hoop. Darian Smith will trigger it in. Throws it top of the key to Jake Steele. Now they get down to Avedano. Turns, layup. Oh, you got to make those, darn it. Layup. Just got maybe bumped a little bit. Not Obviously not enough for a foul, but just got thrown off course a little bit, and that's all it took for him to miss the layup. Yeah, well, that had, was a nice one there. Had the mismatch with Nick Moore on the switch. Uh, one thing I will say that I got from the uh, coaches I talked to, Camp Point switches everything on their defense. Air ball, tipped out, long rebound out to Aiden Almagar, spins in the lane, goes up strong, misses the shot, and gets somehow steals the rebound away from Nick Moore. The Titans get another shot at it here. Peyton Thompson kicks in the corner to Almagar. He picks up his drill, gets it to Darian Smith. Yeah, it kind of looks like Camp Point's in his zone but because they switch everything, but... Uh... Oh, nice pass from Nico. Oh, and a little, the, kind of a, a reverse, I'll call it a reverse layup by Peyton Thompson, but that was pretty. Nice pass there by the big man down to Peyton Thompson. Nico is just over his shoulder there. Very little Larry Bird-esque. Yeah, very much like a, I thought Arvita Sabonis had, had entered the uh, end of the ball game here. Now a steal oh. by the Titans ahead to Peyton Thompson. Layup is good. Thompson, the Titans lead 7-2. Timeout taken by head coach. James Barnett. And that's offensive rebounding and transition. I don't want to toot my own horn too much, just, well, Sean. When it's Mike, that correct, you have to. My keys to the game don't always <laughs> go like this. So. I'm going to lose you to the, I'm gonna lose you to the wow. coaching staff here I by the time what. this thing's over. This yep. perfect start, though. Timeout taken by the Camp Point Central Panthers. Tinkham's Electric sponsoring our timeouts. Tinkham's Electric specializes in generators to help you keep the power on during outages. Call Randy at 335 330 
And also tonight's game brought to you by McVay Landscaping. For all your carpentry and landscaping needs, call Jimmy at McVay Landscaping at 309-255-6734. Scott, talk about our uh, MC Sportmore uniform sponsors. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more, mcsportmore.com. The Titans in their road blues tonight, dark blue tops and bottoms with some gray and silver trim down the side. The Camp Point Central Panthers in their white tops and white bottoms. Black and gold for the Panthers. It's their ball. Panther basketball down seven to two. Shot is good. Three pointer. Finally, his first three pointer after many attempts. That's Drew Pavin. Pavin had last night. He was three of eight in three point range last night. He only had four threes. He had three of them. Thompson picks up his dribble. Now there's Jake Steele. Guarded. By Pavin. Aiden Almagar, three on the way. No good. And slap back down off of Camp Point Central. Great job by Darian Smith. Yeah. I thought maybe they might get him for an over the back. Yeah. Well, uh, technically there is no over the back. Yeah, i got to keep just, remembering yeah, that. Yeah, me too. But, Josh Oaks reminds me of it every time we work yeah, together. But it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's another one. Nice inbound pass. Oh, oh just short by Almagar. Gets his own rebound. Takes it in strong. Throws it up. No good. Yeah, faded away a little too much. If he goes straight to the rim, he might draw the foul there. I agree. Faded away just a little too much, so the Panthers get the rebound. They got a chance to tie here or take the lead. They trail 7-5. Another offensive rebound, though, and another opportunity for uh, for the Titans. So that certainly is a positive coming out of that possession. Yeah, they got to start cashing in here. Ooh, nice drop pass. Oh, good defense there. Gavin blew it. Good defense there by Aiden Almagar. Really forced that him to uh, alter his shot. Aiden has got a lot more assertive here in the last week or two on the offensive end. He really has, and uh, was definitely assertive there on the defensive end, too. Top of the key steal. Now they go throw it to Avendano. He spins on the defender. Oh, Three. nice pass! To, uh, down it. Oh, oh my goodness! On the floor. What a beautiful reverse layup but, by Jake Steele. But they're going to get it on the floor. But a great backdoor cut down the lane by Jake Steele. Nico threaded the needle with a bounce pass. Right, that was Second right. Nice pass. That was, uh, yeah, that was right past Drew Pabin, and and Jake put the it in, going out of bounds. Whew. didn't count though. And a five. Wow, that ball. was a, that a quick five. That's a quick five too. I thought, I, I, I thought there was a foul away from the ball when I heard uh, the whistle. Or I thought maybe Coach Sotis had called the timeout or something. Oh, that was a quick but, five. Uh, well. Okay. Camp Point Central. Andy Myers in the ball game. Also, it's Tyler Finnicum. Tyler had a couple threes last night. He has really struggled shooting the basketball the last now last two or three weeks. And to see him get two go last night, that was good to see. And they were at big times too. In the lane, jumper no good. Would have tied it. Darian Smith skies for the rebound. One and done for the Panthers. There was another time there the Panthers got into the lane. Titans got to shore that up a little bit. A couple of no-look passes there from Avendano <laughs> and, and Aiden Allstar. Yeah, Didn't Nick, lead to much, but it looked nice. And yeah, Nico's feeling it with uh, his <laughs> ball handling skills here. You yeah. watch me here. They're switching everything, and it's t- well, the Titans doing too, a good yeah. job of, of back-cutting. The defense it, comes like that and switches. You back-cut it, kind of frees, it, frees you up. Then it comes three on the way. Hey! Tyler Finnicum hits our first three ball of the ball game. Sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Picking up where he left off last yep, night. You called it. And the yeah. other thing he brings is energy on the defensive side. He's quick, yeah, strong, no. tough. Yeah, exactly. Which is what you need in this one for sure. 
Get in the corner to Pavin, guarded by Darian Smith. Good closeout by Smith. Yeah, that middle is wide open there. there Gingenbacher was wide open. Actually, whoever cuts in that lane has been wide open the last uh, number of possessions. Someone's got to either bump that cutter, tell whoever is on the high post that they're in there because they've had some nice looks. And if they don't have the shot, it's kind of a nice high-low to um, down there to uh, 21 to blew it. It's like, it's like bumping a bunch of brick walls coming through there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it looks like Titan's more of a 2-3 look. 10-5, Mammoth Roseville doubling up the Panthers in the lane. Oh, nice wow. pass. Or nice, nice little tip pass there by Blewett or just ended up in the hands of Kneecamp, but the bucket is good for the Panthers. I don't know how it got there. but Yeah, I, th- I think that was intentional by Blewett. I think so, too. In the lane, Abadano oh, wildly Nico. misses a shot. Yeah, I like the aggressiveness taking it off the dribble uh, into the lane against Blewett, but then maybe pull up for that six-footer, you know, tried to get all the way to the hoop. Seeing his reaction, I think he thought he got fouled, but they're not going to bail you out on that. No, and, and you know, out. it was good defense. It was tough defense, but uh, you might get that some days, but uh, certainly didn't get it tonight. Down, no, the shot clock's turned off, but there is five seconds left on the game clock. Down to three, down to two, down to one. In the lane, throws one up at the buzzer, Get and gets there. the roll. Drew Pavin on a little floater at the buzzer brings the Panthers to within one. Ten to nine. We're done with eight minutes here. First eight minutes of the ball game. It's the final quarterfinal from the Gold Western Holiday Tournament. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Starting quarter number two. Titan basketball. They lead by one. Ten nine. Little floater. In the lane there by Pabin, got the game to within one. Titans were up 10-5, little 4-0 run to end the quarter. Thompson trapped, gets rid of it to steal. Still plenty of time on the shot clock, just, just under 20 at this point. James Blackman in the ball game for Mamba Throwsville. Got a mismatch if James can get the ball. He's got Nick, Nick Moore on him, but the way that they switch... Also, Ethan Clark starting this quarter for Mama Throws. Ethan, Ethan can, he can shoot it. Down to one, shoots it, and almost got it to go. Just missed. Well, that's the first time, I think, in, in last night's game and tonight that the Titans have gotten down that deep on the shot clock. Yeah, it's a, it's and, a different and, combination out there right now. Yeah, well, and that's just also a testament to Camp Point's defense and how they switch. I don't know what that was about. I don't know either. That was 40 feet from the basket. Yeah, and I didn't see anybody around. I mean, the way that that there's hands and, you know, checking on both ends so far, that's, uh, ooh. Then him picks up the first foul on the Roosevelt here. Admitted in the lob pass is not there. Rebounded by James Blackman. Good board by Blackman. Well, I'm, I'm glad he rebounded that because he wasn't sure where the ball was going. And the travel call on Fenneken. Boy, he's had a rough time here. He got a foul called on him, and now a travel call in the corner. And and he threw the ball at the official. And the official, of course, the officials refused to chase balls anymore. So, <laughs> so Dave Hasley went and got it. Normally they just stand there and wait for players yeah. to get it. That's what they've done the last several years. Yeah, I've seen that too. I don't know, maybe the official didn't see if they can flip it to him. But anyway, Panther basketball. <laughs> Let's get back underway here. Yeah. 6.45 to go second on. quarter. Slow start here to the second quarter. We've got to find something to talk about, apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like it's a blowout already. But the basketball is Nick Moore. On the floor for Mama Throws, Nico Avendano, Aiden Omegar, 
Andy Myers, Peyton Thompson, and Tyler Finnegan. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Avendano. He's got uh, yeah, as Nico got right. Well, I yeah, um, my stats are off. I'm sure already. That's why I love the Macomb tournament. You get the stats at yeah. halftime. You got kind of check myself, see how bad I've been doing. <laughs> that happened to be the first first game tonight. I had points down wrong for somebody. Peyton There's Thompson a lot of. I mean, that's tightly by Trooper. I mean, if 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 if, if Dave if Dave Hazard is going to call a, a hands foul with you know Tyler Finnicum on the other end, they're putting their hands on camp, yeah, camp points there. putting their hands on Titans players every time they have the ball. So I'm not sure, you know. Steele will check in for Tyler Finnicum. So now we got Andy Myers. I thought we had starters back on the floor, but it's Andy Myers in there now for uh, Darian Smith. Looking to double Nico here. Oh, Boy, a good a, pass. Just got tipped off. Yeah. They had, uh, who'd they have over there? Was that Andy Myers in the corner? Had him wide open. Just got tipped by one of the Camp Point Central players. Drew a couple of defenders. Now. Yeah, there. Omegar flashed that baseline. Boy, if that pass gets through, that's a reverse lay, easy reverse layup yeah. for Omegar. Then they're looking to double when Nico gets uh, the ball on the on the block. So I don't think they they don't think they can guard him one on one. Avendano gets it ready over to Peyton Thompson, down to 12 on the shot clock. I mean, he's at least glance up and see it anyway. Yeah, Titans need to move here a little bit. There's a lot of standing. And nearly pokes into the backcourt, down to three seconds. Got to throw it up, and they're not going to get it off. It's going to be a shot clock violation. Yeah. They'll go to Camp Point Central. That's second one second. Oh, yeah. You get Smith back in the ball game. Darren Smith's going to check back in for Andy Meyer. Yeah. Now you got starters back on the floor with 5.28 left in the second. And again, when the Titans aren't moving a lot like that, not a lot of back cutting and, and Camp Point Central switching everything, it's just kind of tough to get anything going offensively. Well, normally, if, if it's a team that's just guessing, a team that switches a lot, you can get some mismatches in there, but really there's no height for Mama Throzo to get a mismatch. Not, not, a, not unless it's Nico. You right, know, if, right. If, if uh, Pabin, you know, would happen to get on Nico, then there's a mismatch, maybe even. Uh, well, not the guys out there now. The, the, the other four uh, are all about the same, about six foot to six one or so, pretty well built. So Nico may not have much of an advantage there. But yeah, you got to have some kind of a movement there. Let's see Darian Smith get to the rim a couple times. Yeah, too. he's been quiet so far for sure. He can get to the rim. Sometimes he settles a little bit too much for that, that jumper, and almost poked away from Pace Thompson. I'll tell you what, Pavin has been all up in Peyton's grill. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's tough, man. He's quick. He's you know tough. Steal, give and go to Avadano, loses mm. it. Well, it was a good pass. Just uh, Nico got tripped up there a little bit in the paint. Titans have been stuck on ten for yeah. a long time. Well, it's it's it's, it's scoreless. We're yeah. halfway through the quarter. Well, Neither yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, just now look. Now well, I had, <laughs> had to say something there. Next <laughs> more. Nick Moore three, hits a three in the corner. Three from the corner. Just a little late by the Titans getting out there. That gives the Camp Point Central Panthers a lead. Darian Smith misses a three. I like to see Darian get to the rim a little bit. Here comes the Panthers with their first lead and possession. First possession with the lead, I think. Swinging it around the arc. Genenbacher. All the way back around to Pabin. Back to Genenbacher. 
When, and uh, Gavin Blewett just patrolling that baseline. I was just about ready to say uh, Blewett's just kind of roaming like a tiger along that baseline. He's got it now, takes it up strong, misses a shot. Travel, travel call on Blewett. Yep, good good help defense there by Nico, forcing him to shuffle his feet there on the on the left baseline. Lohmeyer back on the floor. Genenbacher comes off. I'd, I'd say it's fairly clear that Camp Point doesn't not real comfortable in his own offense. You know, they would rather use their athleticism, get to the rim. They just haven't uh, really had many good looks. None, and not a lot of guys are really looking for that outside shot either. Then come back on the floor. For well, somebody, the yeah, somebody's got a flash there. If you're going to try and set a double screen, there oh, it is. God. There was the mismatch. Yeah. There was the mismatch you, you, you asked for. Pavin got stuck on the left block with Aiden Almagar. Aiden took it right to him, draws a foul on Pavin, will go to the line for two. Almagar, who was 7-4-10 last night from the free throw line and 5-6 for six in the fourth quarter. Aiden on the season coming in averaging 7.7 a game, 43% from the field. And uh, did you say 76% from the line? 76% yeah. from the free throw line, yep. yeah, 19 out of 25. But he was really good last night in the uh, second half. And really good in the fourth quarter. And I just jinxed him. One out of two. Poor <laughs> Almagar. Robert Thompson trucking free throws for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain. All he needs call Robert Thompson trucking. 768-2697. Approaching the three-minute mark here of the second quarter. 12-11 Panthers. Tipped Ooh. out of bounds. Ooh, boy, that almost went off of Almagar and then off of Nick Moore. I, yeah, I, I kind of thought that one was uh, going the Titans' way. Pavin off the floor. Yeah, it's just I heard Coach uh, Barnett over my shoulder here. I was wondering why he left uh, Pavin on with two fouls here with a lot of time left. Scoop shot is no good by Nick Moore. He's bailed out on the uh, wild attempt there. It's going to be Nico Abadano, just his first. It's only the second foul on the Titans, period, of this <laughs> ball game. Yeah, well, you're playing that zone. You know, you're yeah, really true. not getting up in anybody's grill. Very true. Good point. First free throw is good by Nick Moore. He was four of six last night in the win over Brown County. Or excuse me, the win over Southeastern. Second free throw is good as well. Three-point lead now for the Panthers, 14 to 11. The Titans led 10-5 at one time. Getting outscored 9 to 1 here. And really haven't really gotten a good look. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I can't remember the last open shot the Titans have had. Well, that's, yeah, that's what Camp Point will do to you once really they get settled. in that defense out. Yeah, once they get settled in and can lock in defensively, the Titans are coming up to that to the point. They're just uh, boy, harder, hard off the glass by Aiden Almagar. Had the mismatch again against Caden Lohmeyer. The senior came in. Caden Lohmeyer is about 5'7 out there. Miss shot by Almagar. Rebounded by the Panthers. They are about 15 seconds into the shot clock here. About 15 seconds left now. Left wing. Drive. Floater. No good. By Genenbacher. Rebound by the Panthers. Now loose on the floor. Still loose on the floor. Omegar battling. With uh, <laughs> getting up really quickly was, was uh, Cole Peterson. <laughs> That was uh, that was almost a scrum. That yes, was. it was. I'm sure Aiden Olegar's not going to back down from uh, from Peterson. Peterson, a senior, pretty good baseball player, I think, for the uh, Camp Point Central Panthers. Good box out there by Darian Smith on Peterson. 
Quickly up the floor to Finnecum. Good pump fake by Get in Tyler. There. He gets it to go, and he'll get a three-point play. He got he got two Panthers up off the ground yeah, on that one. Yeah, he did. One. Good uh, pass ahead, too, by Jake Steele. Threw that from beyond half court into the corner, uh, right corner for Finnecum. Beautiful little two-hand kind of just quick chest pass. Long way, and Finnecum completes the three-point play. Stay on the free throw line, Tyler. It's not fading off. <laughs> He's got six on the uh, on the night, coming in averaging just three a game. Again, had a nice night last night. He was our player of the game last night. He had uh, ten points last night, Tyler, a couple three balls. He hadn't been close to double figures for a little while. It's good to see him break out a little bit. 14-14. We are tied now just under two minutes to go till the half. And another shot missed by the Panthers. Tipped out, though, to Caden Lohmeyer. They got a whole new shot clock. Driving baseline. Kicked back out to Lohmeyer again. He'll take a three Ooh, and make it. Caden Lohmeyer with a three ball. He was one for one last night. One for one tonight so far. That gives the Panthers a three-point lead. Avendano at the free throw line. To Ethan Clark. Good ball movement here so far here by the Titans. Smith. One hands it in the corner. Finnecum. Oh, boy, in and out. No good. Ethan Clark in the ballgame for Mama Rosa. Tried to get the rebound, but the Panthers secure it. That's a good look, though. I mean, that's a, you can't you know do anything about that. That's a, that's a good look in rhythm. Just didn't get to, didn't get the roll. Been shooting it well the last couple ball games. So, yeah, no issue at all with that one. Nick Moore gives it up in the corner to Caden Lohmeyer. Guarded by Steele. Now in the corner to Nick Moore. Good help defense there on the drive by Moore. Down to five on the clock. Moore gets in the paint. Floater again misses, but the rebound by the Panthers, and I think somebody got a Nico, piece of that. Nico got a piece of that. Cole Peterson leads to a run out by the Titans. No good. Darian in there with a Darian tip. tried to tip it in. No good. Tipped out. That's, that's Titans off, ball. That's, that's got to uh, be Titans Point ball. Central, yeah. yeah. That's going to be Titans ball. It's going to stay with Mama Throws, though, with 35.1, so... Point one. <laughs> you like difference in the shot clock. You here. like that pace, though. Again, transition. Got some extra looks. Gives it to Nico Avendano in the corner. Spins on his defender. Baseline goes up strong. Misses his shot. Oh, oh man, Darian in there again. Elijah Genenbacher. All kinds of contact. Ooh, steal. Almost gets a steal in the backcourt. And pokes it away again. Oh, almost. man. Finally over the timeline, now with 18 seconds to go, is the Panthers. They'll play for one. They have a three-point lead. Gives it up to Genenbacher. Two more. Back to Genenbacher. Down to six in the corner. Three-pointer on the way is long. Tipped oh, out. no. Oh, and Tyler Finnecum tipped it right Ooh. back to the Panthers, and we caught a break there, a point-blank shot by Blewett. Missed at the buzzer. Yeah, a little, a little word from Coach Sotos maybe about not uh, never save it under your own yeah, basket. Yeah, right under your own basket <laughs> there, but uh, worked worked out in the Titans' favor there. 17 to 14, the Camp Point Central Panthers will take a three-point lead into the halftime break. We'll take a three-minute break and we'll come back get a chance to talk to uh, probably our, our JV head coach uh, Ethan Zagorski. We'll be back in three minutes. Welcome back to Western Hall here at the Western Illinois University campus for our. Second game of our doubleheader tonight. It's the last quarterfinal game of the tournament on the uh, winner's bracket side. We had the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes losing to the Macomb Bombers in the game before this one. And here at the half between Monmouth Roseville and Camp Point Central, it is Camp Point Central with a three-point lead, 17-14. As we start the halftime show, brought to you by LMP Insurance Agency. 
For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Joining us here at the halftime, we got J.B., head coach for Mammoth Roseville, on the bench here for the varsity uh, this uh, uh, this week here at the tournament, Mr. Ethan Sikorsky. How you doing, Ethan? I'm good. You know, I thought I'd be more tired than this. You know, I think it's part of the adrenaline, part of the <laughs> part of the going with the flow. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel good right now. I feel like I can probably do another couple games. I'm a night owl. <laughs> I'm way better at 9:30 at night than I am at 9 a.m. in the morning. I guarantee you that. So yeah, this absolutely. hasn't been good. This hasn't been bad for me at all. I texted Jake. He was complaining a little bit. I said, "Dude, you'd be up watching basketball anyways. <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's more fun to be a part of it, right? When I got home last night, I actually watched the tail end of the UCLA game. Exactly. So I was going to be exactly. up anyway. We're all watching basketball anyways. What's going on the bench, my man? Uh, you know, actually, for the first time in, what, five games, we've had a great start. Uh, that was fun to see. You know, it's, funny. It's, it's nice to have the other team call the timeout, right? It's yeah. a momentum kind of killer. Uh, so that was kind of nice. Uh, but then we kind of dropped off. After that first timeout, we, like, went on a long stretch when we scored four points. And then, you know, some of those, two of those, I think, were free throws from Nico and Aiden. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, that was frustrating. However, I think we're starting to figure it out a little bit on getting Aiden and Nico on the inside and getting post touches in there. Uh, they have a couple big guys, but they're not necessarily post defenders. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nico and Aiden, I think, just work on those guys all, all night long. What was, what was different? What, what happened there? What, what changed? Because it was kind of drastic there. Uh, uh, on the post touches? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, part of it was, you know, it was just, we recognized we should have been doing it more last night against the West. And so it was just, it was, uh, he put it big on the board. It was a point of emphasis get the ball inside. You know, let Aiden and Nico work. That's, I mean, that's where half our points every game probably should be, you know, uh, especially when we're not going against guys who are huge. Like, I mean, we, we've been lucky enough not to face Hank Alvey, right? Uh, oh, so cool. It's been very nice not to see those guys yet. Uh, but it's coming. But, you know, we gotta, we got to work on the little guys first. Defensive end seems to be going pretty well. Mm-hmm. We sent the 2-3. Uh, we know that number 5 and that number 24 can get a stroke a little bit. Uh, the really the only complaints we have defensively is we're kind of losing them on the late rotation. Uh, we're doing a great job of rotating early, but then what's that, you know, 10, 9, 8 seconds on the shot clock coming around, they find that guy on the backside flare. That's where we're getting a little confused. Uh, they're doing a great job of overloading our 2-3, uh, but I feel like we're doing a great job of defending it as well. Um, I'm sure if we sit in this 2-3, uh, I know Coach over here uh, for the point is going probably, to probably come out with a couple of sets to uh, – Alter our 2-3, but as long as we can sit in it and you know force them to run that 35 seconds all the way through, I think we're going to be all right. Anything? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, they were switching everything defensively, which led to a couple of uh, mismatches where you got Aiden and Nico down there. I, I could see us doing a little bit more of that and finding those opportunities. Actually, I'm glad you said that because we just, with Coach Sotos and Coach Shrek, we just altered two of our plays to make sure that we're looking for that when we get yeah. into it. Because, I mean, we have looked for it, but it's been a little bit too late, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. a couple times. Now we're going to look for it earlier in the set. Well, that was a pretty good pickup there, and his keys have been has been spot on too. <laughs> yeah, you, I can't uh, believe it. <laughs> I said offensive rebounding and 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 convert and transition, and that's to, to the start. We had multiple offensive rebounds. We had some runouts where we had some, uh, you know, and we did convert and transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that starts with taking five on the defensive boards and, and having five guys crash and box out. I think we're doing a great job of it. Mm-hmm. All right, my man, get us a dub. All right, sounds good. That's Ethan Sikorsky, he's a university head coach for the Monmouth Roseville. Uh, Titans, let's get into our halftime stats. Brought to you by Save a Lot Food Stores in Monmouth. Save a lot of money, save a lot of time. Save a lot food store in Monmouth. Uh, broadcast partner Michael Blazy, what are you seeing? <laughs> well, there's not much. Uh, Ethan <laughs> took a look at it while we were on the break, and you know neither team shooting it very well. The Titans five for twenty. Uh, Camp Point Central six for twenty. Titans one of six uh, from three. Three of five from the line. Our, our out rebounding. Uh, Camp Point 16 to 13, and have six offensive rebounds in that first half. Uh, would certainly like to see that continue. Uh, both teams have turned it over, you know, five times. Uh, each team with, uh, well, Camp Point with four turnovers, the Titans with five. 
so uh, a lot of equal there uh, for the Titans uh, specifically. Peyton Thompson with, with four. Nico Avendano was really, really active, uh, but just has a one of six uh, in the first half to show for it for three points. Um, Jake Steele with three assists, hasn't scored, hasn't taken a shot, uh, but has three assists uh, and a couple of steals in that first uh, half. And then uh, Tyler Finnecum with six points, had the three-pointer and then the and-one uh, for his six. So, again, Titans just uh, down three, 17-14. With, uh, with the late start, you're already trying to, trying to get, I don't know, fake enthusiasm, I guess. I don't know, fake energy, I guess. you gotta, you got to get yourself energized at 9.30. Now we're sitting at 10.15, yeah. and it's a grind-em-out game. It's a physical. Guys are tired. you really got to reach down here to yeah, start the I, second half. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, it's uh, – you, you want to try and get guys some rest as much as they can, but in a game like this where it's physical, you know, and, and you're, you're playing defense for 30 seconds a lot of times, at least 25 seconds, because you're in that 2-3, and, and Cam Point's going to be methodical in the way, the way they do things. So, and if, they're, if they have the lead, they're not going to be in any rush uh, to score early in the shot clock. So, yeah, Titans are really going to have to dig deep this second half. All right, both teams back on the floor, hitting, just getting ready to head to their respective benches here with about – 40 seconds left in our in our halftime show. LMP Insurance Agency for your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. 17-14, Camp Point Central, a three-point lead over Monmouth Roseville. A uh, quick look at the uh, scoring here in the first half for we got the 17-14, so eight points in the second quarter for the Camp Point Central Panthers, and it came from two guys. Nick Moore had five of those, and Caden Lohmeyer had three of those. They did not score in the first quarter. Yeah. yeah. Five points from Drew Pabin, uh, also two points from Gavin Blewett, and two points from Caden Niekamp. No, two for two from the free throw line. I don't think they shot a free throw, but two for two from the free throw line. In the first half, both of those by Nick Moore. For the Titans, six points for Tyler Finnecum, four points for Peyton Thompson, three for Nico Avendano, and one for Aiden Almagar. The Titans were three for five from the free throw line. They'll have the ball here to start the second half. Let's get off to a good start. Good energy here in this first couple minutes of the second half. Yeah, just like we did uh, in the first quarter. Then there's a back cut there by Peyton Thompson. Was that Peyton Thompson? Yeah, Yeah, back cut. That just relieves the pressure. Smith will take a three. Darian Smith. Get in there, boy. iron, high rebound brought down by the Panthers. That's a good look, and it was, I mean, looked good. Everything looked good, just didn't get it to go in. Darian, a 39% three-point shooter, and that's on 60 attempts. He's, he's done uh, done a nice job from that three-point yeah. line. That was an open look. Yeah, open look um, in, in, you know, good offense. It wasn't a, you know, first shot or first pass of the offense. Titans staying in that 2-3 here, started the second half. Shot clock down to 10 with the ball is Pabin. They're just really, Pabin's wide open there, not looking to do anything. Really trying to get Nick Moore involved. And Moore gets a, his own rebound right in the middle of three Titans. and gets the, the uh, second opportunity to go. Well, he picked that ball up right in the middle of three blue-shirted Titans there. Yeah, Nico kind of looked back thinking that uh, whoever was guarding Nick Moore was going to get that rebound. With Darian trying to post up, didn't get it to him. Five-point lead for the Panthers. Almagar gets it into Avendano. There's what they talked about. Avendano goes strong, draws a foul on Elijah Ginnenbacher. Is that a shooting foul? They call that on the floor. Uh, it's got to be yeah. shooting. Shooting for Avendano, gonna who get, was one for two in the first quarter. Going to get Ginnenbacher on the foul there. And, and you know, we said I'm not sure we said it on the air much, but the Titans in, in the half had two total fouls. Can't point with five. 
so uh, obviously no foul trouble for either team. Amadonio misses the first one, so the lead remains at 5, 19-14 in favor of the Panthers. Just four points in the second quarter. Nico, Nico on the season 11 of 21 was coming into the game 52%. <laughs> Stays at that right now. One of two for Nico Amadonio. Robert Thompson trucking free throw. Four-point lead for the Panthers over the timeline. Titans picking up a little bit, kind of three-quarter court. Not uh, huge pressure, just something to give us camp points, something to think about. In the lane is more. Floater is Boy, up good. Got to get, get, keep him out of the lane there. It's a six-point lead, 21-15. He's got nine on the game is it on the game now. And I think they've all came on that little floater. He's, he's got one. He, yeah, he's got too. one three. Almagar spins. In the corner to Avadano. I thought maybe he might settle for that three there. They work it around. Left wing. Oh, down. man, he had his head Jake. Tries to flip it to Tate Thompson. Here comes the Panthers off the turnover. Good back Denimarker. cut by Jake Steele. Just uh, didn't quite get it. More again. Driving baseline. It's an eight-point lead, 23-15. No time out there by Coach Soto. Thought he might burn one there. He's got all six uh, of Camp Point's points here. Thompson drives in, can't get it to go. Rebound to the Panthers. Nice take there by Thompson, just couldn't get it to go down. Yeah, I like the, the Titans' activity, just haven't don't have anything to show for it yet. Well, the, the Panthers are just so physical, they just wear you down, just wear you down. Another floater, wow, that was an air ball. That, really that was probably not his best shot. <laughs> no, that was a heat check. If you could floater a heat check, I guess that was a heat check. <laughs> Steele gets baseline, gets cut off. I got the Thompson left wing. Top of the key three by Avedonio, missed. And tracked down by Pavin and the Panthers. One and done for the Titans here. Yeah, not a lot of offensive rebounding there for the Titans. More Can't. over to Pavin. What Moore had last night? Nick Moore had just uh, six points last night. He's got ten left right now. And a three-pointer by Caden Lohmeyer. That's his second. He was one for one last night. I think he's two for two tonight. Timeout taken by yeah. head coach Jake Soto. He has two for two and a quick 9-0 run to start the, or not 9-0, but 9-1 run to start the second half. 26-15. The Panthers will take that uh, to the timeout. It's a full timeout. We'll take a 30. We'll be back here on Sunday 97.7. Welcome back to Western Hall. Quarterfinal between Monmouth Roseville and Camp Point Central. Camp Point Central, we were talking about the energy in the first couple minutes. Well, the Panthers have brought it. They brought it. This third quarter. And I would say, you know, Nick Moore is their best all-around uh, athlete, all-around player, and he has come out uh, definitely focused, had uh, their first six points of the game and then assisted on the three there from Caden Lohmeyer. So, yeah, really good start by him. Titans need, need a response here. If they... Inbound to Almagar. Picks up his dribble, gets it to steal. A lot of hands. A lot of hands. Yeah, I know. They're, let, they're letting it go. And I, you know, I'm not sure if Coach Sotos has said anything about it being a point of emphasis at all. But Thompson to steal. Now to Alvin Daniel at the free throw line. To Almagar. Tries to split the defense. Gives it up to Finnecum. Give and go to Almagar from Alvin Daniel's thrown away. And here comes the Panthers on the turnover by Monmouth Roseville. And Nick Moore gets all the way to the rim again and gets fouled. Doesn't make the shot, but he'll get a couple free throws. Boy, and you just don't like to see that happen when you get, when you're especially when you're in a zone. 
You know, you, you should have some help no, there true. somewhere. And uh, he's just right now just kind of slicing through this Titans uh, zone defense. Two for two earlier in, uh, in the first half was more. Four for six last night. And this is his first one here. The lead stays at 11, 26 to 15. First double-digit lead for either ball club. For anyone who's watched uh, area basketball for a lot of years, Nick Moore reminds me he's a little bit thicker, a little bit um, probably stronger at this stage of his career, but he reminds me he looks exactly like Corey Gruber from, oh, uh, yeah, from, from, uh, from Abingdon. Abingdon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Is Corey, is Corey doing a little coaching now or not? Uh, you know, I don't know. 27-15, 12-point lead for the Panthers. Boy, the Titans just one point, only had four points, one field goal. They've had one field goal since the first quarter. And now stripped away from the steal. Here comes the Panthers on the run. Gavin Blewett is scores and gets fouled by Omegar. So Blewett will get a chance for a three-point play. The lead is up to 14 now. What was the Titan? What was the Titan lead? What was there to the 14? Well, we had the lead uh, when he called. 10-5 at one time. Yeah, I think it was 7-2 at one, one time. And free throw good by Gavin Blewett. So that makes it 30-15. to 15. So if it was 10-5, we're getting outscored 25-5 to 5 here. And a travel call on Aiden Omegar. I didn't see that. I didn't either. It was right in front of yeah, Coach Soto's. I don't think he saw it either. It was wide, right out the wide open. I rarely see that anyway. Eyesight's not nearly good enough to see those shuffles well, most of the time. And well, they, we're, um, Titans uh, got lucky on that. Missed shot by Nick Moore. Now we got a foul on Aiden Omegar as he gets mixed up. He, with Gavin Blewett. Gavin Blewett just goaded him into the yeah. foul, had his hands on him 90 feet away from the basket, and Aiden, they, they get, you always get the one that, and then Blewett just just, just waves at him. The Jackson, official didn't quite see that one, though, did he? Jackson Thomas getting his first uh, action of the well, season, a little <laughs> late addition to the roster. Uh-huh. You want to mix it up a little bit, we'll yeah. put Jackson we'll, Thomas out there. Yeah. Not the physicality here. This is, I think it's his first varsity minutes. I didn't make it down to West Hancock, but and missed shot and tipped out, loose on the floor, and it is Peyton Thompson and uh, and Caden Neekamp battling on the floor. It's going to go that jump ball, our possession. They call a foul on Neekamp. I think they called a foul on Neekamp. Okay, that's his second. Kind of just toppled right over uh, Peyton Thompson. Yeah, and and. Uh, Little extracurricular as well. It, which I'm telling it you, it's, it's just yeah. That's what they <laughs> that's what they do. I mean, they're Titans break the pressure here. Jackson Thomas misses his first varsity shot. And here comes the Panthers, already up 15 and the ball. Nick Moore dribbles between a couple of Titan defenders back to Taven, guarded by Andy Myers. He's in the ball game now. I think we got all of our football players out there right now. And getting loose and scoring is the camp. I'm sure he's going to let them know after that, too, after the uh, incident. And now we got a, hey, now we need a cheer from the uh, Titan fans because they finally got a foul on Drew Pavin there. Yeah, that's his third. And uh, we didn't mention it here. Got last couple of positions. Titans had to get out of that 2-3. We went starting to go man-to-man here. So you're going to see some uh, different offense there 
by Camp Point Central. Triggering it in is Andy Myers. Finally gets it into Finnecum. Almost had Myers going back to the corner there. Finnecum to Smith. He'll take a three. Miss it. Loose on the four. Picked up by the Camp Point Central Panthers. 17-point lead and the basketball. Let's see, they are on a 27-5 run now since it was 10-5. In the lane, shot no good. Charging call on Nick Moore. Tyler Finnecum stepped in there to take it. And this is, I mean, this is kind of, I think, what what Camp Point will do to you when you go man-to-man. They're going to really trying to get in the paint. There are not a lot of great outside shooters outside of Nick Moore. Finnecum will come out of the ballgame. In comes Steele with a minute 47 to go, third quarter. 32 to 15, 17 point lead. Why well, just keep looking up there like I'm looking at it wrong? <laughs> I mean, they're definitely outplaying Mama Rosa here for the last two full quarters for sure. And almost a turnover by Jake Steele on the pass to Darian Smith. And that doesn't happen very often. No. And, and again, it goes to Camp Point Central's quickness, but things you can do is, is use your ball fakes and then back cut. You know, ball fake and back cut. We did that at, at Monmouth College and scored a lot of points. Oh, got some blood, got on, blood on the shirt there. He's had it the last few possessions. They haven't said anything, but well, Pavin's going to come out and we'll come and we'll come Caden Lohmeyer. Oh, yeah, he did take his shirt off before he even left the, before he got off the floor, I think. <laughs> yeah, he took his, yeah, you got to at least get off the floor before you yeah, take his shirt off. Yeah, he was walking along the sideline and then uh, taking his shirt off. So that's uh, by rule, Dave Hasley saying it's a technical foul. So does that go on? Um, I don't know if it's a Nick team technical Moore? or if it's a... Uh, is it a personal foul on, on uh, I, Nick Moore? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that works. Well, let's see. It, uh, All right, so uh, we'll that in the books. So Nick Moore is now 50 instead of three, and Jake Steele's going to shoot a couple free throws here with a minute 30 seconds. A minute 36 left. This is good. We're right amongst everything here down court side. We can hear everything going on. Yeah. I guess we should probably be. We're just. I'm interested in listening. We should be probably relaying it to the band. Yeah. <laughs> they can probably hear it through the uh, microphone. And Jake Steele. You can't buy one. You can't buy one. And it will be. Now, so, uh, he, uh, Coach Barnett's one. Mm-hmm. He can call a timeout and then get. Uh, yeah, get, get him back get in. Get more back in. First, second free throw is good by. Jake Steele. So that makes it 32 to 16. As there was some blood on the, uh, we'll get everybody caught up here. There was some blood on the uniform of Nick Moore, and on his way off the floor, he just took his shirt off. And you can't do that on the floor. So the technical foul on Moore. I don't, no, I don't think that's a personal. He's not in huge foul trouble. He's it only, it only got one personal foul. But the Titans can maybe get something going here this last minute and a half. Get this thing down. You, under you, you 10. definitely need to get something going. Tipped out of bounds by Pavin on. Uh, Jake Steele. Jake Steele has been as solid with the basketball as I've seen anybody this season, and even he's had some trouble with this uh, Panther pressure a little bit tonight. Not a ton, but more than, but more more, than yeah, usual more than, than normal. Than Jake. And there's a good back cut by Jake. Got to keep 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 that going. Releases the pressure. Andy Myers gets in the paint, kicks it back out to Steele. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Good cut by Andy Myers. He's going to be yep. fouled by. Knee camp. That's his third. 
you know, Jake's not certainly a, a post player, but with, with Pabin, he does have a, a size advantage and actually tried was looking to post him up maybe a little bit there and then found a good cutting uh, Andy Myers there on the right side. Let's see if uh, Andy can get a couple to drop. Get in there, boy. Hit a lot of the rim. Andy on the year has uh, just 6 of 12 from the line. This is the first one, so percentages say he should make the second one. Robert Thompson free throw, and he does not. This is a boat. Robert Thompson trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. That's uh, three out of three out of three more points to make it a 32-19 to 19 game. You can just get your free throws as Myers misses two and, and Steele splits a pair. Paving on the right wing, guarded by Myers, now top of the key. The one thing I don't like, camp. the one thing I don't like being on the floor here is the referee seems to always stand right in your way when uh, you're trying to watch the game. I don't know how, how that happens. <laughs> to Pavin down to six on the shot clock. They got they got Pavin pushed all the way out to mid court. Now he gets in the lane, scoop shot, no good. I'm gonna oh, say it's out of bounds on the throws. No, I was help him out. Oh, I thought maybe they were blowing the whistle to help him out there. Yeah, I don't. Got one on the shot clock, 32.7. Oh, right for the quarter, so Titans have got to be uh, lob something up there. Yep, I knew that was coming. Just going away. Shot clock violation on the Panthers. With 31.6 left, it'll be Titan basketball. Need a bucket here. Need, need a bucket and a little momentum going into the uh, yeah. Titan or uh, camp point players were walking off the quarter or floor like it was the end of the quarter with just a shot clock violation. <laughs> this is one of the things that high school kids got to get used to. I know. I'm not sure if I'll ever get used to it, but that's a whole other issue. Out to Almagar, left wing. His drive cut off, gets rid of it, to steal top of the key. There's a good find. Ethan Clark with the bucket. Two, had two players go to Darian Smith out on the right corner. Got 10 seconds left with the ball is Pavin. Drives on Darian Smith, stiffed away by Smith. That went back down off of, oh, that went back down off of Pavin. I thought it did, too. Kind of hit his shoulder, maybe, or his head. Wow, I thought that went back down off the pavement. Now 2.7 seconds left. I don't don't know. Uh, That's a foul on Jake Steele before the the inbound, right? Yeah, just the fourth team foul. Now getting loose and missing the layup with a tight cut of break there. Wide open under the basket was Caden Niekamp, and he misses the shot. So it'll be a 14-point lead, 32-18, to 18, just another four-point quarter for the Monmouth Roseville Titans. They've got eight in the last two between the second and third, and a 15-point quarter for the Panthers. We'll be back with the fourth quarter in 30 seconds. Back here starting the fourth quarter is Panther basketball. They lead by 14, 32-18. Titans need a really good start to this quarter. And a little screen is going to go on. Kneecamp. That's the fourth. That's the fourth team foul or fourth personal foul on Kneecamp. Well, it's a it's an early good break for the Titans, so let's see if they can convert here. Gonna have to start taking some chances. Down fourteen against a team that's not gonna give it away too much. Aiden Olmagar goes strong to the basket. Aiden Olmagar with his first field goal. Titans picking up full court here. I don't know. I don't have their uh, free throw percentage for the season, but they were 9 of 12 last night as a team. Well, you'd think mo- most of the time the ball is going to be in Nick Moore's uh, hands. 
Tipped out of bounds on the missed shot by Moore. And now another kind of a break out of the loose ball underneath. So the Titans are going to get that one. In comes Caden Lohmeyer. Yeah, Coach Burnett says, hey, let's keep the foot on the gas here. Uh, Jake Steele holding court there, telling uh, official Dave Housley there's a little sweat on the ball. So a little bit of everything in this one. Dave obliges and wipes it off for him. And to Thompson. They got Jake off off the point guard. Well, Pabin is just kind of a such a pest around the ball that he's, you know, it's a lot easier just to let uh, Peyton bring it up. Jake misses the shot. Rebound picked Offensive up. Offensive rebound. Peyton Thompson misses the shot. Tipped oh. around. Going to go to the Panthers. Boy, yeah. that would have got it down to 10. Yeah, good, uh, good hustle there by the Titans. Jake Steele tipped it. Was the one that tipped it out of bounds. In comes Avendano. So starters on the floor right now for the Titans. What you talked about earlier at the halftime, going to have to dig deep. There's a stolen away by Thompson, and he's going to be fouled by. Oh, my goodness. How is that? Oh, my Lord. I was just about ready to say that is the second or third foul on Nick Moore. I don't know. Coach Soto. Oh, my Coach Soto is just standing there, and that was right in front of him. So maybe he saw something that we didn't. Boy, I I didn't I know I didn't see much from from here. That's the uh, first foul on Peyton Thompson. The Titans aren't in any kind of foul trouble. No. And if they're going to need some fouls, which is I've, we've ran in this situation a thousand times of all the broadcasts I've done, teams that need to foul at the end only have one or two team fouls mm-hmm. because the fouls reset at the quarter. Yep. So then you you need to foul with two minutes to go. You're sitting on. You know, two team fouls. Yeah, you, you definitely can be aggressive early if you think that you're going to maybe have to foul toward the end of the game. You don't want to be sitting there with two minutes left and have to, have to foul four times, let time run, run off the clock. Big three ball by Nick Moore. Brings it back to a 15-point lead, 35-20. to 20. Almagar takes a baseline again, slips it up, going to draw the foul, get to the free throw line. And that will be... Nick Moore. <laughs> Coach Barnett just yelled out verticality, and I think that he was yelling it at, at his own player. Uh, I will never forget when I was at Monmouth College, uh, Coach Terry Glasgow once yelled at uh, one of the officials. His name was Steve. I just he, he says, Steve, what about the principle of verticality? <laughs> and, you know, Coach Glasgow's got a Ph.D. He, he uses a lot of words that most people don't use on a daily basis. <laughs> I, I just remember his say I was on the bench at the time. I'm like, well, that's something that you don't hear every day. <laughs> you don't hear every day. Both free throws good by uh, Omegar. That gives him five points, and the lead's at 13. Still, still plenty of time here, just over six minutes. And with the shot clock. Yeah, the back shot in the clock. old days, Camp Point Central could eat a minute or two off easy. Yeah, the shot clock. Oh, there's good defense by Titans. Thompson almost got the uh, turnover there. Shot clock down to 15. Still plenty of time on the shot clock. Yeah, and the shot clock and the three-point shot. There is uh, no lead is really safe. And the Titans can't shoot the three. They went through stretches. Throwing up there Ooh. three seconds to go. That almost went in. That just would have figured if that would have went in the way yeah, things that. are going here in the second half. Oh, darn it. Nico yeah, turns it over. Taben got over. his hand in there, and Nico was trying to uh, look like he was trying to find Darian Smith on the baseline. That'll reset the shot clock here. So, theoretically, the Panthers, if Taben gets the shot to go in the middle of the lane, little floater. He hasn't scored since the first half, first quarter. That gives him seven. And the lead's back up to 15. Steele to Almagar. 
spins in the lane, goes up, and loses it out of bounds. They're going to say that's off of the Panthers. <laughs> that's, there's one. There's a couple times we thought it was going off camp point. That was a break for the Titans. I, I said sheepishly, off of the Panthers. Yeah. Is there a flop rule in high school? I don't I don't think I don't, so I'm yet. I'm not sure that because that, they almost could have called a flop there on Blewett. Aiden was a good spin move, and uh, Blewett just trying to draw the foul by uh, basically kind of flopping on the floor there. But Dave's uh, using up the towel on both ends of the floor <laughs> now. Wipe he's taking, the the sweet, he's taking a sweet time, too. He must need a breather. <laughs> he's, he's, he's played uh, housewife this entire second half. <laughs> <laughs> see if Titans can get one here in this 1-4 set. Jake Steele. Pass, pass it in, see if he can get a, get one. Two Fenticles coming off a couple of screens. Now popping out is Thompson. Fenticles, well, they just guard so well. Yeah. It's going to be hard to get something clean. Down to 10 on the shot clock. And Thompson, Peyton Thompson. There you go. Farm King with a three-pointer. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Seven for Peyton. We're showing more. some good energy out there, too. That three ball gets it down to 12 with four and a half minutes left. Paven with the basketball. you got to stop that drive in the middle. And Nick Moore. Three ball. That's another big one from Nick Moore. What a second half. I got him for 13 in the second half and 18 for the ball game. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's pretty easy to see there. It's who they look to when they need a basket. Um, but with that coming out of the second half and here in the fourth quarter, two huge threes. And throwing it away. Turnover by the Titans, so now they can eat more clock. We are at the four-minute mark now. Right Titans need to more. stop here. It's um, under four minutes now. And like you said, they're not going to be in any hurry. They'll be shooting it with about four or five on the clock, you would imagine. Paven to Nick Moore, back to Paven. And with the fi- you, you got a guard here so you can get a five-second call. It's three, four. Boy, he was, was close there. Close. Yep, I could see... Dave Hasley counting. He was close. And Kennenbacher hits a fadeaway. I think he was behind the backboard when he released that and got it to go. Titans get a basket from Nico Avendano in transition. Timeout taken by head coach Jake Soto. This is the 32nd. We'll try to squeeze the 30 in here ourselves. 42-27. Panthers with a 15-point lead over Monmouth Rosal with 3.23 left. We'll be back. Panther basketball following the Mama Throwsville timeout. Coach Soto's down to two timeouts left with 3.23 to go. Panthers with all five left. <laughs> so. I could have swore Barnett took one there in that early run by Mama Throwsville. Maybe not. He's got five on the board. Oh, he did. Yeah, he I did. So too. Did he get six? <laughs> I don't think so. At least maybe they got the shot clock and Maybe they added a timeout this week, too. Who knows? Down to three minutes left, 13 seconds on the shot clock. Well, the Panthers, they lead by 15, 42, 27. They get it into Moore. Kicks it back out. Gennenbacher three from the corner. Air ball picked up by Andy Myers. Into the front court. To Smith. Steal, top of the key three. Short. Missed it. Tracked down by Tyler Finnegan for the Titans. To Smith. Yeah, we'll take another three. Oh, boy, that one was right either. on line. Yeah, it was just a hair short. I'm sure the legs are a little tired right now for the Titans, for sure. On the run come the Panthers. Layup is good. Mike Gavin blew it. 
That's going to pretty much do it with 17-point lead with 2.15 to go. Finnecum fires a three. No good again. Tipped by Smith. No good. Two Andy Myers. His shot no good. And it will be Panther basketball with a little over two minutes left. Tipped out of bounds by Steele. It's, uh, with the Titans having to come back at 10.30 tomorrow morning for something. That is a tough turnaround. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking probably, I would think uh, Coach Sotos is going to probably call off the dogs here. Probably at this point, maybe. Yeah, you would think, uh, depending on what happens here. And again, the Titans only have two fouls. No, one foul. So, oh yeah, you know, they're not not even going to be in... uh, in a bonus. Oh, and good steal by Darian Smith at midcourt. How's that not a foul? They are just bodying Darian. And Darian Smith. And Avadonio loses a handle on it and turns it over. Went to a little power dribble there, maybe a spin. Yeah. As uh, Coach Sotos emptying the bench here, foul in the backcourt on Andy Myers. And we got five new subs, as you were expecting. Ethan Clark, Ty Casaro. Who else is in the ballgame there? That is Maddox Clark, James Blackland, and Jackson Thomas. And Jackson Thomas getting his first action of the season, a kind of a late addition to the roster. The minute 27. Uh, of course, what? Uh, they don't have to come back and play till 2.30 tomorrow afternoon, so kind of surprised with the Titans bringing in five new guys. But Coach Coach Barnett didn't get his guys off the floor, too. I would think I maybe think after, they go real after, deep, period. Well, yeah, probably yeah. not. But, uh, yeah, with the, after this possession and maybe a Titan possession, yep, here, here they come. Yep. He's, um, Good defense up. there. Maddox, Maddox Clark. Clark. To Ty Casaro on the run. This is the shot. And picked up by the Panthers. With 48, 45 on the shot clock and about 30 on the, or 30 on the shot clock, 45 on the game clock, about a 15-second differential. So I don't think the uh, Panthers, <laughs> I think he told them to sit back down. I don't think they're going to get yeah. in the ball game here. Back to Nick Moore. Yeah, they just let the shot clock run out. Or just let Nick Moore take it to the rim. Try to get that 20th point. With 23, down to five on the shot clock. Now they might... Haven, three-pointer, is no good, and yeah, and Panthers. that's going to do it. 44-27 as the Panthers get the offensive rebound on the missed three-pointer. And that's it. That's the final horn. 44-27, to the Titans will now take on A-Town. That makes our broadcast schedule easy for tomorrow, yeah. 10.30 tomorrow morning. <laughs> yep. Monmouth Roseville taking on the Abington Avon Tornadoes with the winner moving into the fifth-place game at 6.30 tomorrow now. So we will have a game at 10.30 between A-Town and Monmouth Roseville, and then the winner will move on. We will have a broadcast tomorrow night at 6.30 for fifth place, whoever wins between Monmouth Roseville and Abington Avon. Uh, 44-27, the Titans fall to 9-5 on the season, and the Camp Point Central Panthers... Stay undefeated. They're 10-0 now. We'll be back in uh, three minutes to talk about this one and get a chance to talk to head coach uh, Jake Sotos. We'll be back. Welcome back to Western Halls. We start the post-game show brought to you by Laris Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Laris Collision Center at 734-1949. Laris Collision Center, professional auto body repair services. 
Drivers Trust. Before we get into our post-game interview, we'll spend too much time here, but we'll get into our final stats. Sponsored by Spears and Spears Law Office at 201 West Broadway in Monmouth for Estate Planning Trust and Family Law. My broadcast partner, Michael Blazing, what are you seeing? Well, yeah, for the Titans, just a, a tough shooting night. You know, ended up 9 of 37 uh, from the field, 2 of 14 from uh, from beyond the arc, 7 of 12 from the line. You know, the, I guess the one bright spot, we did our rebound uh, Camp Point Central 28-24 and had 10 offensive rebounds, uh, just couldn't quite convert any of those for the game. Uh, shot 24.3% out of that 9 of 37 you know, 14.3 from uh, from behind the arc. Um, for, for the Titans uh, individually, Peyton Thompson uh, led the way with seven points, Aiden Almagar with five, Nico Avendano with six. Uh, tough shooting night for him, went two of nine. Uh, but, again, a lot of that has to do with Camp Point's defense. Jake Steele with uh, just that lone uh, uh, free throw at the, toward the end of the game. Tyler Finnecum with six, and Ethan Clark uh, with a late two for the Titans, 27 for Camp Point Central, they were led by Nick Moore with 18 points. They really shot well. We were talking off the air. Uh, they shot over 50% in the second half and 41.5% for the game, uh, 40% from three, six of 15. Uh, so that certainly is a difference. Uh, only shot five free throws but made four of them. Uh, but, yeah, Nick Moore had 18. Gavin Blewett and Drew Pabin uh, with seven each and uh, Caden Lohmeyer with two threes uh, with six. So uh, Titans on the short end, 44 to uh, 27. One thing I will say to the, the uh, turnovers, uh, Camp Point Central turned Monmouth uh, Roseville over eight times in the second half, so had 13 turnovers for the game, and uh, that just uh, things didn't go Titans' way in that second half for Which, in particular. What's, uh, what's, that's about what Monmouth Roseville's been averaging this season. Well, about 12, a little over 12 in a ball game. That's up from, they were around the 11, 11 turnover mark for most of the season. They've mm-hmm. turned over a little bit more here lately, but that's just about what they averaged. Yeah, just the second half, it just seemed like they, you know, Camp Point Central locked in a little bit more. So here comes the Coach Sotos. But, uh, yeah, that, and that kind of frustrated the, the Titans there in that second half. We'll get to our uh, post-game coaches interview brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC joining us is head coach of the Monmouth Roseville Titans, Mr. Jake Sotos. Uh, you got to a good start tonight. Whoop, let me get you. There you go. Now you're, now you're going. Yeah, we uh, we got off to a hot start. And I just kind of lost the mojo there. Um, not sure what was going on, but, yeah, we just uh, couldn't get the ball in the hoop. Four four points in the second, four points in the third isn't going to do it. Yeah, they uh, they ratcheted up the defense there a, a little bit and, and gave us some problems. I, I haven't seen – I mean, Jake Steele's as solid with the basketball as I've seen anybody all season long. And even he was just uh, at times in a little 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 – Iffy. Yeah, yeah, we knew they were going to be aggressive. Um, that, that they're they're very physical. Um, but yeah, I, I told the guys that uh, this morning, uh, shoot around, and we knew they were going to be physical. And we just, yeah, we just, I don't know what was going on. It was kind of like we were just kind of standing in mud, you know, not really moving, um, kind of relying on make, waiting for that one person to go take over. And um, we don't have that guy, so uh, it's got to be a team effort, and everyone's got to, you know, put in nine, ten, eleven points, and uh, we didn't do that. You you don't see many teams switch you know defensively like they do does that mean obviously you knew they were probably going to do that but that's just tough to adjust to if you don't normally see that yeah you're right you're right but you know with the basketball iq we have on this team you would think you know the slips were there Mm -hmm. um a lot of slips were there uh and just different reads that we weren't reading i mean we'd we'd go we'd have a guy open on one side of the court and we'd go to the other side of the court it was just it was one of those things where we'll have to watch some film on it um you know next week and just kind of see what happened but yeah just uh wasn't our night tonight uh, defensively, pretty solid. Got them down to the shot clock. 
also defensively was pretty solid. They ended up with 44, the average. Yeah, still a little under their average as well. Got a lot of that in the second half. I thought defensively we played okay. Yeah, yeah, we we did all right. Um, you know, especially coming out hot like that and getting up on them and um, defense. You know, we were we were we were flowing, and that's that's what we got to do for 32 minutes. You can't just do it for you know eight. So um, yeah, it's no time to really sulk because we got to get up in the <laughs> morning and be back here in about seven hours. So yeah, they might be throw some throw some uh, sleeping bags down. Yeah, maybe yeah. be better off. Uh, the A-Town Tornadoes, you got a chance to see them earlier. What did you see out of the A-Town Tornadoes? Yeah, we, we, we played them a week out. ago, right. yeah. yeah. So it's going to be it's gonna be one of those games. It's going to be a bloodbath. You know, it'll be a mm. battle. And, uh, and you know, they uh, they kind of got us down quite a bit there in the uh, at, at their place, and we, we fought back. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be looking forward to the challenge. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the spark we need is seeing somebody like an A-Town in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And, again, it's a morning game, so who knows, you know. <laughs> Get home tonight and tell the guys to get some food and go to bed. So that's a that's actually a pretty that's a pretty good <laughs> fifth place bracket with the Lionel Bluffs and Farmington in there too. That's a pretty good fifth place bracket. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a battle. So we'll have to be ready to go at ten thirty. All right, coach. We'll see you in the morning. All right, yep. Uh, just uh, flush this one. Is that what they say? Flush yep. it. Flush, flush it. it. Yep. Right. Flush it. Back in the morning. All right. Thank you, coach. Appreciate it. Head coach Jake Sotos with the Mama Throws Little Titans here joining us on the post game show. We got through the final stats. Now we got to find a player of the game um, for. For Mama Throwsville, and and it's boy, it's, it's nice having stats when you go to the, the point of the player of the game. <laughs> right. All right. What do you what are you seeing? Wow, boy, player of the game. You know, a lot of guys had uh, a tough night. Um, you know, if you're just looking purely at the stats, um, it, nothing obviously really sticks out. Um, I would know. say this is probably the toughest POG we've had in a couple of years. Yeah, and not that not that everybody played that bad. Mm-hmm. Nobody really stood out tonight. Not really, you know. I mean, again, you if you look at it, uh, we didn't really mention uh, rebounds. Nico Avendano with six rebounds, two offensive. Again, we had ten total offensive. Um, one another bright spot that you could point out, uh, even though he just had the one point. Jake Steele with five assists. Uh, and just two turnovers, getting hounded. Oh, that's true. I mean, true. absolutely hounded for 94 feet uh, by Drew Pabin. So, uh, you know, I, I could lean there because there were some times where, you know, even and, – and Jake probably maybe could have had 10 assists if we make some shots. Yes. Um, so I think I could lean that way as, as well. I'll leave it to you if you want. I, I was going to, you know, go <laughs> probably wow. one of those two. Nico had, the, you know, his, his – the ball in his hands quite a bit um, and was really aggressive early. Again, just didn't get a lot to go, uh, but did have the six rebounds, um, had six points. Uh, I do like Jake's five assists, though, as well. Had a couple of steals, um, you know, in his 26 minutes. So, um, yeah, if, if, I had to, if I had to say just because I'm a guard, I would go, I would lean Jake Steele because I, I really like the five assists. I like the fact that, you know, he took Drew Pabin and, and – you know, yeah. held, definitely held his own. Yeah, the two turnovers, I, that's that that surprises me. Yeah, and you know, and and really, like I said, held his own uh, on the offensive end, held his own on the defensive end as well. Um, you know, he once they obviously we were in the zone for a while, but once we got out of that, he uh, you know he was mainly guarding Drew Pabin, held Drew Pabin to seven points, uh, and Drew is is obviously one of uh, Camp Point's main guys, so. Um, let's go, Jake Steele. I like. Okay. I like. I said I like the five assists to only two two turnovers, um, and you know defensive pressure. It, yeah, and you know he he was over three from three point land, but those were toward the end of the game where you're kind of trying to force it a little bit, um, maybe not his normal rhythm shot. So I don't take that as really a 
uh, a negative. Yeah, let's 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 do that. I like it. I concur. Jake Steele, <laughs> okay. our, our, our POG. This was a tough one. It really was. Not that everybody played terrible. They didn't play terrible, but there just no. wasn't just that one guy that it, stood out. Yeah, and and Camp Point makes you a lot of times. I mean, we're not going to be the only team, but I was just it, it makes you look kind of play ugly. Uh, because you're not able to get into your normal rhythm. They force you into, you know, uncomfortable situations. And, you know, with a shot clock, you know, we, we could have held it for a minute oh, and, yeah. and ran some offense because, uh, you know, we just we weren't getting good looks. But, yeah, with that shot clock, all of a sudden it gets down to 5 or 10. You've you got to jack it up there. Yeah, another team that's going to play exactly the same way tomorrow morning. We have seen them already and recently back on December 18th, uh, losing at Abingdon-Avon in the second game of a doubleheader. That the uh, boy-girl doubleheader, I liked that a lot. They played the two varsity. Mm-hmm. It was that was a lot of fun. Then I had a great crowd. But we got to got to get uh, get one back from the tornadoes on that. So that'll be tomorrow morning at 10:30. It'll be the second game of the fifth place bracket. The first game will be Illini Bluffs and Farmington at nine. And then we'll be followed by A-Town and Mammoth Roseville at 10.30. So our pregame show will hit the air here on Sunday 97.7 at about 10.15. We go from midnight snack with the Titans to breakfast with the Titans. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, get up and uh, put some <laughs> eggs and uh, bacon on the, uh, fr- on the, uh, on the grill and yes. uh, join, uh, join for a little brunch. Sounds good. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Michael, for joining hey, me. Uh, thanks for having enjoy, me. Enjoy uh, broadcast with you. and. Well, uh, we'll I'll tell you what, we'll team up on a win here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it. I, I, the, well, uh, for those of you who may not uh, come down or may do come down, you could have double header action if you catch the Titans at 1030. <laughs> the uh, college men at Monmouth will yes. play Aurora uh, at 1 o'clock at Glennie Gymnasium on the Monmouth College campus. So feel free to come and uh, check that out. Admission is free. Uh, and so uh, without any students on campus because of the uh, winter break, uh, it would be great to have some uh, some fans out there. That'll time up just right. Get done by about noon here. Give you a little chance to ease into a Glenny Gymnasium. There you go. At 1 o'clock. Absolutely. All right. Thanks again, Michael. I'm Sean Temple for Michael Blazing and also Caden Rogers for engineering tonight's broadcast. Your final score, the Camp Point Central Panthers 44, Mammoth Roseville 27. The Titans will move to the fifth place bracket tomorrow morning at 1030. You can hear it right here on Sunday 97.7. Folks, till then, have a great rest of your evening. <laughs>